One has to remember that every failure can be a stepping stone to something better. Colonel Harlan Sanders. He's kinda crazy, she's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is divorced, the other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. As far as I know, this is the only podcast solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. I'm your host, Jamie Ward. It's Thursday, so you know it's time for another episode that is usually recorded on Wednesday and comes out on Thursday. But you know the deal. We've really gotten to the point where we push this to the very last minute. But guess what? Here we are with an episode that will get out technically in time. Central, knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood. If you notice the sound is kind of different, I am recording from a different location. Not like geographic location upstairs. I am in the kitchen right now uh, because this is a very special episode. Oh my goodness, this is episode 100, 100, 100, 100. Episode 100, part 23 of our special 100-parter, 100th episode episode. And this is a super special episode because this is a redo, a mulligan, a second attempt to try to do an episode that was all uh, done and and it had, and, and I'm devastated because it had two of my best friends on it. It had Conrad Brombarek and Nick Cassano. They're not gonna be on this, but we had a great discussion about a lot of things and I did not hit record. So episode 88 was never, never a thing. And now it will be tonight. So what, ha- yeah, what happened? I told you, yeah, we had a whole interview. So we're, we're gonna backtrack. And that kind of weighs in right right to the quote we had at the beginning about Mr. Colonel Harlan Sanders, uh, who said that one failure can be a stepping stone to something better. And so I'm, I like to think that it was better, is better. Think about this. The episode that I messed up was episode 88, and we are on episode 100. Part 23 of 100 Parter. So that means that uh, 12 plus 23, 35, that was 35 weeks ago. That was like over half a year ago. Boy, a lot of things have changed too. A lot of things. Uh, One, I am very excited to announce we released our first content. It's very short. It's just a a little teaser trailer, but um, we released our first uh, Jester's content to the public. So make sure to check us out. Um, What what you're gonna wanna do, let me see. You can also, you can follow uh, Jester's TV show. Jester's is a common word, so you probably have to look up Jester's TV show or Jester's TV. Our YouTube channel doesn't have quite enough followers to have uh, its own um, special, what is it, URL, but if you type in, uh, jesters-medievalsitcom colon teaser trailer, that's all the words that is in our title. I will link to our YouTube page, but it would be very helpful if you would, um, subscribe to the YouTube page and 
watch that video, send it to all your friends, send it not just to friends, send it to communities if you think there's some, some online community, we want to get our views up. It's not, uh, I'm not trying to monetize this actual video, we were just trying to show that people would be interested in this concept. And so having a lot of views and having a lot of people that share it, oh, that was me uh, looking at opening the video and then there was a, a um, ad that came up. So I don't know if that's gonna play over this or not. Anyway, I wonder if we can, you can listen to it. Let's even see, let's uh, see if this will play over uh, Audacity. Audacity, I have no idea. Um, and it doesn't. This is the only editing that you will ever hear me do for this podcast. I tried to play, I, I sat through the whole trailer and then I said a funny little thing about like, oh, I shouldn't have even played it for y'all because you can't hear it. Uh, and so there just sounded like a minute of dead space. And so I actually, I just went back and I erased all of that. So you missed all of that, um, but good for me. That's the most professional, that makes this instantly the most professional podcast that I've done so far because I edited a little of the noise. I don't think that's true. I think I've edited some others for some little things. Uh, also though, it's gonna be not the most professional one because I'm gonna start eating some french fries in the background. Um, why? Because it doesn't matter. It's just my podcast. It's not monetized. Or I don't even have any followers. Nobody listens. I mean, I say that. No, I'm sorry. I keep acting like all y'all don't follow. Anyway, so we have a lot of important stuff to talk about today. It's not as important because it was originally talked about when it was more current, 33 or something weeks ago. Uh, but we're going to get to that. Okay, so, yeah. Um, the interesting thing that we were going to talk about originally was uh, that my two buddies, um, Conrad and Nick, sometimes y'all listen. Hey guys, if you do. Um, so, Nick's going through an interesting transition. He's uh, got one job, but he's definitely training in a whole other skill set. But one of the things he, he does, did, does um, is he is a drone pilot uh, for uh, photography um, for a company that does uh, stuff. And I don't know. I don't remember. I liked having them on because then they knew what they were allowed to talk about and not. Um, but he went to uh, Atlanta and trained on a drone right by Hartsfield Airport. And Conrad works for the air FAA. He's an air traffic controller. So sort of similar. It's interesting. They, they sort of cover the spectrums of, of learning how to monitor air vehicles, tell where they're going and stuff. So I asked them stuff about FAA requirements, uh, drone business regulations, Businesses and operators, airspace laws, um, Air Bud, the, the, the sports movie series, sports movies, and violations and legal regulations. Um, how they differed, how they're the same between airplanes and drones. And we have a really interesting talk. Actually, now I'm realizing that because the conversation was 33 weeks ago, I don't remember any of it. Um, 
I remember that Conrad and I on many road trips, I've taken comedy road trips with both of them, but uh, Conrad and I have driven through Corbin, Kentucky way too much, more, more than anybody um, should for comedy. Um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe every comedian drives through Corbin, Kentucky. And we always take the uh, exit every time we pass it. I believe it's like six to eight miles off the main highway to the, uh, um, no, this is hard. This is why, why we got into a big discussion about it. Um, it's very confusing. KFC is an interesting franchise, Kentucky Fried Chicken, because there's the birthplace of Kentucky Fried Chicken, there's the name Kentucky in it, and then there's the place where the first one was. Now, Kentucky Fried Chicken is headquartered in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the second largest chain measured by sales after McDonald's. It's a subsidiary of Yum Brands, a company that owns Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and Wing Street. Um, right? I believe they own, they own Long John Silver's as well, and A&W. I think, I think they do. Um, it was founded by Harlan Sanders, who started selling chicken in Corbin, Kentucky, at the Sanders Court and Cafe. And originally it was an inn where he happened to also sell food. But I mean, I guess a lot of, a lot of hotels did that at the time. I'm eating some shoestring french fries. <clears throat> so, it's interesting that Harlan is Harland, Harland, Harlan, Harlan, Harlan Sanders. Is it Harlan like, is it Harlan like Harlan, Kentucky? I mean, that was, I know. Is it Harlan? This is sad, the level I didn't even do the research of like the most basic fact that I was going to talk about somebody and I don't even know the name of the person that I'm going to talk about. Harlan, Harland, but I don't know how it's pronounced. I think the name is often pronounced Harlan. Ben, do you pronounce the D? Harland, Harland Sanders, Harland David Sanders. He was born on September 9th in 1890 and died on December 16th, 1980. That's the, the years is almost like, no, it's not. That's, um, in a way, he was a, he was a businessman, an entrepreneur, 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 and did a whole bunch of stuff. But, um, yeah. So, what I, I got really interested, well, okay, the first KFC franchise opened in Utah in 1952. And I think the first location, I don't know, I think the first location that was the restaurant but not franchise KFC might have been in Las Vegas or something like that. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous story. I really have no idea. Like, he just calls it Kentucky Fried Chicken because I guess he has the recipe. Um, and if you look online, there's somebody on Twitter who allegedly leaked the special recipe a number of years ago. So you can try to make it. 
yourself. But um, I always found it interesting that a lot of people do that Colonel Sanders is referred to as Colonel Sanders because uh, that was not a military title from him. Um, Colonel is the highest title of honor bestowed by the Commonwealth of Kentucky. First Kentucky Colonel was Daniel Boone, and he was commissioned by Colonel Judge Richard Judge Colonel the name Judge, not the title Judge. Okay, Colonel Judge Richard Harrison Henderson. Wait, was it? I can't read my own notes. Commissioned by Colonel Judge Richard Henderson in 1775. Now Daniel Boone was, uh, I think he. he might have been a militiaman or something. He might have actually joined the military. I don't know. I know Davy Crockett lore, but I don't know Daniel Boone stories, uh, even though they both wore the same kind of hats and stuff. And their books, even though they were, they were sort of close on the library because Boone and Crockett, B, C. Um, but anyway, folklore is Governor Isaac Shelby, uh, who was an actual Revolutionary War colonel, started commissioning honorary colonels so they could serve on his staff. That might not actually be true, but that's sort of the legend of Kentucky colonelships, and some honorary colonelships uh, was originally granted with reward of land. Some colonelships with military in nature, however many were simply for judges, county commissioners, and those with notable reputations in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And then we talked about Kentucky for a while. Uh, the interesting thing was, I asked them, um, I, I asked them a quiz, and, uh, have we done this quiz? I wanted to ask everybody this a guest. I'm really excited because we might have a guest next week. I'm really hoping this weekend, uh, to get one of my buddies on, on here and actually record an episode this weekend in preparation for next week. So you can bet that there's, there, if everything goes right, there should be a full episode next week. Um, as well, as well as this one, even though I lost a lot of thunder because I thought I was going to seamlessly talk about um, gestures. And that video doesn't play on the podcast. I thought I was going to recant the recount. Recant, recant or count? No, not recant, because that's like take back. Not, uh, so recount, not like recount, but um, recount like to tell the story again of the conversation I had with Nick and Conrad, but I don't remember that. So my, what was easily going to be a great podcast uh, has really fizzled fast. I have the quiz. How about this? I'm going to I'm going to give the trivia questions this week. And if the person that I'm hoping to have on podcast this week hears it, I ask the same quiz questions every time to every guest because nobody listens to this podcast, even people that have been on it. So, if you ever want to come on the podcast, uh you you know, get ready to play the um Silver Linings playbook trivia game. SLP trivia. All right, question number one. What is the name of Pat's ex-wife, Nikki's paramour? And question 1A, what is their job? All right. So that would be the answer. What is the name of Pat's ex-wife, Nikki's paramour? 
and what is their job? That's a, it's a two-parter. All right, question number two. 2011 movie Silver Linings Playbook, Bradley Cooper's character, Pat Solitano, wears Eagles jersey number 10 for which player? This is a two-parter, too. Part two of two. In the book, The Silver Linings Playbook, he would be wearing a jersey with the number 84 for which 2005 rookie? There, there are different players because they... They took an actual player from when, when the book was written and, and the movie, sort of to make it more relevant in each case. All right, yeah, number two, 2011 movie, Silver Linings Playbook, Bradley Cooper's character, Pat Silatano, wears Eagles jersey number 10. For which player, and then part two in the book, The Silver Linings Playbook, he would be wearing a jersey number 84. What was the name of the 2005 Eagles rookie that he would be wearing then. Uh, he is the man. All right, question number three. What book does Pat throw out the window for having a sad ending? And in part 3A, I guess these are all two-parters. Uh, what book does Pat throw out the window in the book, The Silver Linings Play book? The book. All right, hear that again. What book does throw, Pat throw out the window for having a sad ending in the movie Silver Linings Playbook? And what book does Pat throw out the window for having a sad ending in the book of the Silver Linings Playbook? You got your answers? Okay. Question number four. Pat's brother Jake is played by the actor Shay Wiggum in the movie. I guess, of course, it's... it's, it's the movie we're referring to because nobody would have to play a character in the book. The characters just are who they are in the book. All right. Number four. Patch Brother Jake is played by actor Shea Wiggum, who's in what 2008 psychological thriller featuring Timothy Hutton, Chloe Sevney, and Nick Cannon? And part two of question four. Who is the only artist in history to have number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100 in four different decades? They are related. I know it doesn't seem related, but if you get the answer, there is a relation to the answer. Not a literal relation. Or maybe there is. I don't know. We'll find out. All right. Number five. I read all the questions twice, but do you need the last one? Just, just in case you need the last one, because if you're actually playing at home. Number four, Pat's brother Jake is played by the actor Shay Wiggum who was in the 2008 psychological thriller featuring Timothy Hutton, Chloe Sevigny, and Nick Cannon. What was the name of that thriller? And part two, who was the only artist in history to have number one hits on the Billboard, a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 in four different decades? All right. Question number five. Jake from State Farm was revived by actor Kevin Miles, who was in a CBS reboot of the 1970s TV show SWAT. What was the name of the character portrayed by American Idol winner Justin Guarini, Guarini for the 2016 Diet Dr. Pepper campaign? And question number five, part two. In 1963, Diet Dr. Pepper was introduced as Dietetic, Dietetic Dr. Pepper. Does anyone know the story of where unlimited refills of soft drinks comes from? Okay, so 
lock those answers in. And if you're still, if you need to hear them again, Jake from State Farm was revived from the commercials. Jake from State Farm, the character from the State Farm commercials, was revived by actor Kevin Miles. The second time these these uh, the character, I guess it was played by one person. But you you all get it. I, I wrote the question so that y'all could understand the question. Maybe or maybe I didn't. All right, who? I'll start again. Jake from State Farm was revived by actor Kevin Miles, who was in CBS reboot of the 1970s TV show SWAT. What was the name of the character portrayed by American Idol winner Justin Guarini for the 2016 Diet Dr. Pepper campaign? And part five, question five, part two, in 1963, Diet Dr. Pepper was introduced as Dietetic Dr. Pepper. Does anyone know the story of where unlimited refills of soft drinks at restaurants comes from? All right. Got those answers. Question number six. This is a tough, tough quiz. Or it's very easy if you have watched some very specific facts. Uh, it's either very hard or very easy, depending on if you... Because it's questions that I made up, so it's like the, the kind of knowledge that I have, which I'm not bragging about. I'm just saying, like, anybody that asks questions about things they know specifically well automatically becomes very easy for anybody that has that same stuff that they've seen or... The opposite. It can be difficult. Okay, number six. Question number six. Colin James Farrell played the lead character, Officer Jim Street, in the 2003 film SWAT. It was based on the 1970s TV show on CBS called SWAT. What was the name of the character he played? And uh, question number six, part two, because this is a two-parter. What does Pat whisper to Nikki when she shows up at the dance near the end of Silver Linings Playbook. Hmm. So that's a, that's a tough one, but I, I, you know, we got to talk about Silver Linings Playbook here. I'll, I'll read the question again one more time, just, just for uh, continuity's sake. Question number six, Colin James Farrell played the lead character of Officer Jim Street in the 2003 film SWAT, which was based on the uh, 1970s CBS TV show SWAT, not the reboot. The movie, the movie came before the TV show reboot. What was the name of the character he played? And number six, part two, what does Pat whisper to Nikki when she shows up at the dance near the end of Silver Linings Playbook? All right. Oh, podcast just showed up to help me record the podcast. 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 That's what I call the tiny cat when she comes to record podcast with me. Podcast. Um, and podcast. She is recording. All right. Um, Tiny Cat comes up and her name is Tiny Cat. You guys have probably heard her. She, she's made guest appearances here before. Oh. Um, you're a little kitty. Tiny cat, 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 big tiny cat. Um, oh, that's Spider-Man. All right, and number seven. This is question number seven. Um... This is the bonus question. This is the lightning round. 
This is one that doesn't just have one answer, it's a multiple answer one. And so you have 60 seconds to give me as many answers as you can. A lot of, um, a lot of lightning round question. All right. So here we go. Lightning round. Give me as many answers as you can uh, in 60 seconds or less. Lightning round question. I love Up in the Air much for the same reasons I love Silver Linings Playbook the movie. And Colin Farrell is playing the Penguin in the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. George Clooney played uh, Ryan Bingham in Up in the Air and plays Batman in the 1997 Joel Schumacher films Batman and Robin. Uh, name me as many of the ice or winter related puns that you can in 60 seconds. Go! Now, if you don't remember, uh, Batman and Robin was the fourth Batman movie in the original Batman film uh, Quartology. Uh, the one, you know, um, basically the early Batman movies that were considered, you know, sort of before, before things were sort of like rebooted. You had uh, Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, uh, Batman Returns by Tim Burton, and then Joel Schumacher took over and did Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. A lot of people didn't like the last two as much, um, Batman Forever and, ba like, I don't, but I like them all for different reasons. Um, mostly because I watched them as a kid and haven't rewatched them as an adult, so I don't, I don't remember if they hold up or not, but from my memories. Um, and Arnold, Batman and Robin, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is known for talking in puns that are also ice or winter related. Um, so I have listed many of the ice themed jokes. You can, you can write as many down as you want and memorize them. Um, so yeah, very, very anticlimactic playing this game with no one, right? It's not quite the same as as if. Uh, so I think, I think this is good, we, um, because we're we're going to try to have uh, a special super episode next week so let's just say this is enough for right now and because it's like half an episode and we'll give you one and a half episodes for next week all right because um it's pretty busy got a lot of stuff to do headed to uh new orleans tomorrow so i haven't even finished making dinner, making uh, gluten-free beef ferroni. So anyway, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, tune in next week and every week, as long as we keep doing this for all the latest on Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Hope you, um, you know, like and follow our, our YouTube channel and video and hope to bring you some more content, uh, gestures related, real, real soon. All right, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week. Actually, we won't hear you. You'll hear us if you hear us next week. 
but you know how it works. All right, uh, until next time, we'll see you down the road and Excelsior.